Welcome to episode four of Harry's Last Stand. It's a conversation about my past and your future while we wait for our trains in a railway pub in a pleasant part of Britain while you went to fetch a round of drinks for you and me. Theresa May called an election. I can see by the look on your face that this election comes as much of a shock to you as it does me. Our Prime Minister is hell-bent on leaving her mark on history. Sadly, it will be more a stain because her greed for power will be the end of Britain. This election is not only a fight for labor survival, but the welfare state. We can't be indifferent about this election. If we become docile or disinterested, it is as good as writing a blank check to Theresa May so that she can do what she pleases with Brexit, the NHS, schooling, taxes and security. A long life has taught me that trusting Tories leads to misery. Don't think for one moment the Lib Dems can save us. They just don't have the numbers. Besides, we've seen how they acted in the coalition. Drunk with power, they willingly looked the other way when benefits sanctions ruined thousands of lives. But if needs must, and you sit in a constituency that Labour can't win, but the Lib Dems can, by all means vote strategically. Because if the Tories win, it's goodbye NHS, goodbye welfare state, but hello, hard Brexit. The goal is to defeat the Tories because they are the true enemy of progress. Even though this election weighs heavy upon my heart and I have committed to speak as often as I am asked, the lilacs of the season draw me back to the last days of the war. I cannot think of spring without thinking of that terrible war which my generation fought across the world. Way back when, at this time of year, I was stationed in newly liberated Holland, waiting to deploy to Germany. Even though Hitler had just committed suicide, we didn't know what to expect in Germany. Would they fight to the end or would they surrender? My mates and me felt apprehension. We had come this far and didn't want to die foolishly at the end of this horrific battle between good and evil. But on we pressed into Germany. 
along the way, refugees, military vehicles, and surrendered German soldiers clogged the roads like it were a bank holiday weekend from the gates of hell. Our destination was Hamburg. I remember how the sun warmed my face as I rode on the open back of a truck. I had a tin helmet on and an unlit player's cigarette rested at the ready in my lips to be smoked. On our route, we were informed that Hamburg had been declared an open city. When the news was announced, I was 22. I knew I had a chance to live, to become an old man like I am now. All around me, I could smell the scents of spring. When our convoy rested, I heard birdsong, while the perfumed odour of lilac caressed my nose. And yet, in this bloom of life, I also tasted the smell of death. When we entered Hamburg, it was a city where 50,000 people had been killed in an air raid. Later on, when I met a German teenage girl, she told me about the bombing of Hamburg. Our Air Force, my RAF, along with the American Air Force, bombed the city with such intensity that a firestorm erupted that literally evaporated whole city blocks. People melted like cheese in a microwave from the heat of the firestorm. Although it killed tens of thousands of people, it barely caused a dent in German war production. The city in May 1945 was just wreckage. Burnt out buildings and heaps of rubble where survivors lived like prehistoric man. It's why I despair when Tories like Theresa May sternly say they will use Trident in a first strike against our enemies. She has no empathy, imagination or humanity. Nuclear weapons, if used, won't save us, only return us to a time so uncivilized no one will want to live. I understand that many people think Trident is a deterrent thanks to the right-wing media, but if they saw cities in ruins like I did, they might think twice about their efficacy. NATO, however, is something that we must belong to in these troubled times. As for patriotism, don't let people tell you that my generation joined to fight for king and country. No, we fought to change our way of life because we knew victory would change the dynamics of Britain. We didn't take the king's shilling to defend the status quo. Patriotism never works if it's blind faith in a corrupt system. 
Real patriotism is when you fight to make things better for your fellow citizens. Long ago, on the back of that army truck, I was overcome by the sheer joy of survival. It's quite an overwhelming feeling to know that you have survived both the Great Depression and the Second World War. But when I saw refugees clutching their scant possessions, marching away from the war, I couldn't help but feel connected to them because my family had become refugees of sorts during the Great Depression, because we had been evicted from our lodgings. All of us are connected as human beings. The refugee, the homeless person, the young mother having to use the food bank, the working family trying to make do on low wages, the pensioner without savings are all products of one political system. It is time we change that system. Dignity can be found at the ballot box. This time we must send the Tories packing because Britain won't get a second chance if Theresa May remains in power. Tara, 